Welcome back. I'm Shiko. I'm Nyam. And I'm Gavani. And this is OK Kiasi. Who's doing the run? Who's doing the run? Oh, 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 Thank you. No. <laughs> you can't delegate and then cancel someone even before they finish their run, surely. I know. You're supportive. I support anyway, you. Anyway, I'll practice and I'll be back better when than ever. I'll be I support week. you in the same way Snoop Dogg supported his daughter. You know, when his daughter, his daughter started her singing career, she was like he told her she was shit, so she got singing. She got vocal a vocal coach, and now she sings well. Wow. I'm that guy. I'm Snoop. Thank you. Oh, so what are you saying? <laughs> so you telling me I sing badly? Would you no, want I'm to have saying, a sing off? Girl, we can do it. Head to head, head to head, <laughs> head to head. Hey, head, to head. <laughs> 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 That's so silly. Anyway. <laughs> Nyambora, how is your week? My week was, was incredible. It? Um, it was a really uh-huh. busy week, but fulfilling. I think, yeah, I had like two training sessions, like heavy, intense sessions, one for um, the performing incubator um, and another one for Hustle Sasa Passion to Profit. Um, so... Yeah, I've been meeting a lot of new people in the creative space, so that's been fun. Um, and then on Friday, we went to see the 48-hour film project um, movies. And these are the movies that are done in in 48 hours. There were some really interesting movies. Like, you can tell, like, it's it's a short film, but nonetheless, you know, like, one of those that leave you like with more questions than answers, but there were some really funny shows in there. And then had a birthday celebration on Saturday. I feel like it was a hectic but good week, basically. Fun, people, good for work, you know, challenging in that way as well. A bit exhausting as well, but great. Wow. Tony the Tiger, is that you? Chico, how was your week? <laughs> My week was also great. Morning. Um, no. I had I had a good week. Um yesterday me and um Christian went for an Oktoberfest party um at a friend's house. They have an annual Oktoberfest thing where we just they make a bunch of German um treats. There was a bunch of sausages and pretzels. We made pretzels together, which was fun um and lots of beer of course um they have giant jenga which is always a good time and their set has like questions on each one so that's always a fun activity to do with friends um other than that i think that was the one social thing that i did this week um we were in the gym it was good um i made it how many times this week three so Good that's, job, that's not bad. That's not bad. Three All times is not a bad. No matter what. Exactly. Um, and other than that, nothing much going on in this neck of the woods. Katani, what's going on in your world? Um, I can breathe again, guys. Um, all of my madness is over. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I'm so excited. Um, I had I was at a lot of the things Nyam mentioned, so 48 our film project um my friend had a birthday we hung out with mom which was a lot of fun let me tell you let me tell you also the best thing about is there udaku that's better than the one you let me tell you udaku is so good anyway <laughs> after that we also sang kikuyu songs yeah we sang kikuyu songs nyam and mom decided to bring out the hymn books she was so happy she was like nyam you can't really pronounce those words in Kikuyu. I'm so proud of you. It was so much fun. Like we just were singing. You guys did you know how to sing in Kikuyu? Of course. I was harmonizing. First, let me tell you something. I didn't even read the hymn book. Okay. <laughs> I got them in my brain. When it was my turn to sing. I said, sure. I believe you. So much of belief I have in you, Shiko. You're, You're right. lying. 
I believe in you. You guys said I'm not supportive. This is me being supportive. You're right, Chico. You can't sing Ikikuyu without the hymn book. You're right. If anyone tells you you're wrong, they're lying, okay? Um, and then I got a pedicure. I hate getting pedicures. It's my third one in my lifetime. Clap for me, please. I'm for the clap. Thank you. Um, so I got a pedicure this weekend because I was like, treat yourself. Because, I mean, I'm a boss babe. I had a work thing also that was fun. Um, yeah, so that has been my weekend. Uh, what else? Oh, I f- there are people I found out. Am I allowed to rant? Can I rant? I've been waiting to Go rant. For it. Go it. So there are some people who have been mentioning us in their lips, on their tongues. They're saying our names, talking about, oh, have you listened to the podcast? Have you heard what they're saying? Listen, listen. Hello. Hi, aunties and uncles. I'm talking to you now. This is for you. Hi. I know you listen to the podcast. Get our names out of your mouth. The next time you mention any of our names, you're going to bite your tongue. Do you hear me? Wow. Bite your tongue. You'll be walking around with your mouths open with sores. Sores. Because you can't <laughs> stop talking about us. I'm telling you now. Get my name and my sister's names out of your mouth because you're busy talking. I this but tea. you don't know if I ate. I'm like, you guys don't know what I ate yesterday. You haven't talked to me in five years, but you want to be here saying, do you know these girls? <laughs> what do you know? On what authority do you speak? Which one? Please get our names out of your mouth. I'm saying with confidence. If you think, if you're not sure I'm talking about you, and put just SMS me, you see, I'll tell you it's you. I'm done with <laughs> you people. I'm tired. People with no authority on your life talking about it. Get out of my face. No. Anyway, I'm done. Hey. That's okay. how it was. Wow. Wow, indeed. Yeah, we'll circle back. Yeah, we'll now onto the wheel. But I'm done. I was just like, you know that thing for you know when you're like, here's the thing. We have thought people are listening and stuff like, oh yeah, cool, whatever. But then when you can, like when you start, when stories come back to you, it's just like you are talking as who. And then it's that you cloak yourself in Christ. Let me tell you, in the name of Jesus, you'll bite your tongue every time you mention us. Say yes. Yeah, every sour, time, sour. say my name, say my sister's name. Say baby, I love you if you win yeah. running game. Don't no. say my name. Anyway, while we spin it, I'm going to sing in Kikuyu. No. I'm okay, I'm okay. Let's go. Jason. Anyway, before Nyam says what we wanted, what were you saying? Please, that's not a hymn. What were you saying about me not talking about girl, girl, girl? Did you hear yourself say, Yeah, that's did I sing it though? Did I said, Girl, did I say that if anyone tells you you can't sing a hymn, they're wrong? Even if it's in English, why I don't you coming know the lyrics. at me? So why, why are you saying why? that? Because I don't know the lyrics in Kikuyu. I don't know how to sing Girl, in Kikuyu. I said, if anyone tells you you can't do it, they're lying. Me, I told you you can't well do it. Learned. Okay, <laughs> thank you. I was like, let's see how this plays out. Um, <laughs> we landed when on I'm supportive, play. it doesn't work. When I'm unsupportive, it doesn't work. Love, in, love is blind this season is boring um i can't get into it there was supposed to be this drama on in episode four um yeah quite honestly i'm not i'm not feeling it i'm not vibing with it it's just not giving anything it's not giving excitement it's just giving boredom and fishing for a storyline and unnecessary drama and relationships that we already know from the get-go are not going to work you know when when you watch it from the beginning and you're like from the get-go it already seems like this relationship is not going to work it doesn't make me want to watch the journey like I, I need to feel like there could be a chance that you could make it or like there's going to be like real life tea or drama for me to be engaged and it's just not giving I started watching. Um, Housewives of Beverly Hills, no, not Beverly Hills, New York, the new cast and everything. I'm kind of into it. It's very different than other seasons. Like, they're more like younger, millennial, whatever. It feels fresh. It's really cool. 
Um, Salt Lake City is boring me a little bit this year. What else is going on in the world Wait. of TV? Have you seen that they're being sued? Love is blind. Have you seen they're being sued? Who is being sued? Love is blind. For the what? Production. Sexual assault, something, something, and something else. Someone has brought up a suit to the production. Well, um, I just wait today. I would not be surprised because <laughs> with reality TV, this goes back to what I was saying the other thing with Bethany Franco. Like, there's no guidelines on this shit. You know what mm. I mean? It's not like Hollywood where, like, Sagaf Tracy, whatever they have, like, regulations in place or whatever it is and even with those regulations of those acting whatever a lot of shit still goes on like with reality tv it's completely untapped and like i would not be surprised if there's drama with like sexual assault or whatever all these things speaking of with bravo now they're starting to limit the amount of alcohol that their stars can um consume that's okay exactly so what happens see i'm telling you this whole bethany whatever she's I, it really mm. is. It sense. really is. People speaking up against it and being like, yo, the way this was handled is not right. That makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I've been watching recently. Nambura, what are you watching? I actually just this afternoon started watching season three of Lupin or Lupin. Say Lupin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a show on Netflix about a French um burglar no he's a he's a robber he's a robin hood yeah so (laughs) i may be like two episodes in um today is when the finals of the wnba starts uh so i don't think who's in the finals stay up and new york liberty and vegas aces i'm rooting for the aces that's my team um but yeah so i don't think i'll stay up for that but i'll probably be watching a lot of highlights in the coming week (laughs) um yeah but yeah that's what i'm watching and tiktok (laughs) fair yeah so good um myself because i've just come back to the world i'm catching up on all of my podcasts and stuff so gin and juice the bold and the beautiful i'm back in my kevin stage uh, bubble and beautiful not bold not and beautiful bold. for Richard and any bold, bald, bald oh, and beautiful. Bald. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of there, they and have Ikipira, a lot of Ikipara. Yeah, Ikipara and Curies and Curies. Okay. Um, so I'm back watching a lot of that and like Black Love, those things. You know me, I just like things of that nini. So I'm doing a lot of catching up with mm. my shows that I hadn't been able to watch because what was my life? A movie. I didn't need to watch one. And so now I am watching movies. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Hiya then. You all ready to get into our episode? Let's, Let's go. Do it. Let's go. Welcome, ladies. Today we are talking fear. And the gents? Oh, welcoming as the two of you. Else. <laughs> with the two oh. of you. Okay, but greetings to all our listeners near and far. What's up, Mr. or Miss Kuwait? We see you, we love you. Thank you for being with us on this episode. Only <laughs> one person who can be like, that's my person. That's my Shout out. Anyway. Um, so this episode we're talking about fear. I know we covered a bit of fear of failure um, and talking about being afraid of success as well when we were talking about uh, the episode is blocking my blessings when we talk about um, the big leap. Um, So some of this conversation will be somewhat related, but uh, maybe to start us off, I'm going to read some statements and then I just want you to react to them um, in terms of... If I came to you and I told you this with excitement, what would your response be? Um, I, I mean, it can be me, but just think of if it's someone you love. Hiya. I'm taking out a gigantic... You, you, should have just given us, you should have just given us some boundaries because we're about to go in. I guess we'll see how... This might change the direction of this episode. However, <laughs> I am... <laughs> <laughs> I, I have decided that I will still do it. So if I come to you and I say, 
um, oh my gosh, I'm taking out a massive loan um, to build my dream business. If it's you, hopefully I know what the business is. <laughs> but yeah, I need more. I would ask, if I don't believe in it, I'll tell you straight up. Okay. Don't do it. So knowing what the business is makes the determination. By the way, first, I, I wish we can show the clip of after I read the statement because both your faces did that thing. <laughs> so crazy yeah i i feel like i feel like for businesses like if it's someone that's not necessarily like close to me like if it's my sisters i'm for sure telling you like okay first of all why are you taking a, lo- a loan out um is it necessary have you considered this 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 if it's someone else who is just like a friend i'd be like oh i'd still try and like see if that's the necessary step like if you're a close person to me um but without being too much in your business being okay. like have you considered other aspects other than alone or whatever it is um okay. and if it's an acquaintance live your life i don't give a fuck enough to care about what you're doing with your money sorry <laughs> I'm like, oh, business, you're starting a coloring book and you're taking out a million dollar loan. Love that for you. Go ahead. Right. Live your best life. Go off. Go off. <laughs> I see. Yadani, that's the similar response, maybe? No. If it's an acquaintance, don't tell me about your business. I don't care. <laughs> um, if it's a friend, I don't know that I give opinions to friends. Um, I feel like my assumption in this case is that you're coming to tell me this because we're f- like you're important to me. And I feel like yeah. by the time you're telling me this, if it's one of you, I already know how we came to this conclusion of the mm. big loan. So it wouldn't be like you came to me and you were like, I'm taking out a big loan. And I'll be like, bitch, where did this come from? And I've been like, okay, we planned mm. this. I guess it also depends on who the person is. Like, yeah. how, how are we paying it back? Do you have a plan mm. on that? Is mm. the full loan everything you need for your business do you have some of the money like what's mm-hmm. the like how long before failure and you're okay with failure so that you're not taking out a second loan and then you and your family are out in the streets or living in the car in my parking lot you know what i mean so i'm just like gotcha. i guess it depends on the person <laughs> if i'm not worried yeah. about you going off like that like if mom told me she was taking a loan a big loan i'd be like sure go off sis you know because there, there are mm. some people who are just like, yeah, by the time you're doing this, you've thought about it. There are some people mm. who are like, I'm taking a big loan and I'm like, uh-huh. I okay. hope your wife has some money on the side. <laughs> so from what I'm hearing from you, like having a plan and also depending on who it is, those are some factors yes. for you. Okay. So here's my next statement. For this one, let's just think about it as someone you love. Let's do away with. Uh, the acquaintances so (laughs) i have decided i am quitting my job and i'm going to travel around the world for a year by myself yeah go off sis what city can i meet you in (laughs) yeah how is this a question I'm like, live your life, spend all the money. Okay, I'm like, you have the money, go travel, see everything. Just make sure you update Mm -hmm. us on Instagram and make sure you have access to internet all the time. Otherwise, make sure you're safe. But go, go. Okay, got you. Hiya, this is the last one. I met the most incredible person last week. I'm totally in love. We're getting married next week. You do that, but just give me their full name first. Um, and then give me 24 hours and I'll let you know if you can marry him. Okay. Some research is required. That's it. Uh-huh. Me? Um, because me, this is how I want to get a man. I'm like, go off, sis. is like, less work. Yeah, I'm like, I don't have to. Also, a week means I have less people to invite. Oh my God, guys, is this not a dream? Dream. I'm so excited. Please, nice. may the Lord hear this and bring it to me. I'm like, also, I think it's because I love age. love. Also, yeah. And I'm just like, at this age, it's not that hard to know what you want. So if someone my age, I feel like after 30, there's just a certain, like if you've lived alone for a certain time, 
you know your version of what you yes no maybe like there are guys who have said no to from one conversation where i'm just like this will become a problem in five years and mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not willing to deal with it in five years you know so okay. i'm just like if you know that go off all mind. right these are all valid um so actually some of these i picked from the book um you are a badass um by jen sincero because she has a chapter on fear um and she, she basically talks about like when people are going to make some big decisions, the first reaction that everyone will give them is, you know, have you thought about it? Or, you know, whenever there's a big leap involved, um, there's always the question of, okay, but, you know, basically the same things you guys said, you know, who is he? I need to do research. Or um, what's the plan for your business? How will you pay back? Um, the only one you didn't align is on the travel one. You are all like, go off, sis, go by yourself for a year. <laughs> yeah, like no. I think that's also just travel, based on though. how we we grew up, also. Yeah, or yeah. Who who um, like we've all had our travel experiences. Yeah, and true. Benefited from them. Yeah, even solo. I know Nyam had like a solo trip that was very. Yeah monumental in her life mm-hmm. i had a solo trip that really like yeah. guided me i've never had a solo trip you it's coming like... soon it was a birthday gift <laughs> so um based on that uh it made me do some research about fear and like where fear comes from um and the thing that is usually said is fear is always there but the biggest fear is the fear of the unknown which is basically like in those scenarios, like, will my business succeed? Will the relationship work? Will I be safe in all the cities I go to, you know? Um, But research was saying that uh, fear is actually uh, based on human evolution. Um, Apparently, it was a matter of survival, or they hypothesize anyway, that um, for some time, the human being wasn't the super predator. Yeah, so... Fear was relevant for you to survive um, in life. Um, and Dinosaurs. so, yeah. It's a gignatic denouncer. <laughs> you have to give people background for gignatic. Gignatic denouncer is a friend of mine who had school <laughs> out in the countryside. Wow. And she was told about gignatic denouncers, which is a gigantic dinosaur. And this is the thing we could correct the teacher. So we were afraid of gigantic denouncers. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Imagine. So yeah. So basically, in in life, as human beings evolved, if you think of evolution as uh, a thing, also, um, it was just that fear is the lingering thing that needs to keep you aware or on edge so that you can determine if you will fight or flight in in the situation which i found interesting but it made me wonder do you think fear is hardwired into our brains or like as we're born or is it something that we learn i definitely think it's something we learn okay um we don't because kids are wild they'll like grab fire i think is it me who grabbed fire on your first birthday, yes. Yep. yep. Blow you it out. Candle? I'm Not about blowing. to snatch Let me grab it. Snatch it. <laughs> you said snatch. Exactly. <laughs> but guess what? As Okay, I was going to say that was the last time I put off a candle like that. But actually, I think it started a bad habit because I just love like... <laughs> putting butter on my fingers like and then pinching the wick but um i know it's going to hurt me now you know yeah um so then i learned if i touch this i'm not going to whatever which instills a fear i'm curious to learn though i wonder um if certain people based on like their dna or whatever it is are more prone to fear um like because that reaction could have affected me differently you know where now i'm afraid mm. of fire you know what it, or candles or whatever it is I like, like some kids like that's the trigger what's the what i'm saying i think it that? depends on the people around you i think the in the same way it's land i think the reaction of the people around you when you grab the candle would have put a core 
trauma or something in you that would give you a different reaction yeah. to like phobia you know like there are people who i know yeah who are scared like by grasshoppers mm-hmm. when they were babies but it's the reaction of it's that thing for the loud noise of everyone laughing after they reacted has made it a phobia so like now grown man sees a grasshopper and it's almost like just paralyzed but it's not like the grasshopper or anything like that you know it's just everyone's reaction i think that's that's actually interesting that you bring that up because i feel like that's um a reason that maybe we or i if i'm speaking for myself i'm not necessarily like afraid of those kind of factors because mom's reaction was never you fall let me run there and grab you and make sure you feel whatever and like wipe you down or whatever it was just almost like okay so you fell oh it's okay and we move on with our lives you know what Mm. i mean like it's not like a big deal or like that grasshopper grasshopper moment or like I know a lot of people who like parents instill like fears of dogs because when they were younger they had they were attacked by a dog or whatever it is so now even if they have children they're like pulling their children away from dogs and being like don't go next to it or whatever it is it's going to bite you you know what I mean those little things I guess um affect how we view it I feel like also from how we answered the first questions, you can tell what our fears are based on how we learned them, like what we learned from them. Because I feel like the money thing, we were both like, um, what's the plan? Why is the when it was travel? We're like, go off, go off. No, no, no. But I'm just uh, like, it's based on how, how our experiences are. Travels never think that you need to be like, oh my god, will you be safe? Have you checked? Because we do research and everything. Like you'll do so much. Chico is traveling alone all the time. And there's never a time where I'm just like, she'll be kidnapped. It's like, oh my God, where are you going? What time is your flight? This is so exciting. Make sure you, you know, like yeah. 12, my room. It's that, like, that is the feeling we have. But when it comes to like a business or a loan, like the fear I have over a loan, I feel mm. is taught. You know what I mean? So it's, there are people in yeah. the world who are probably like thriving on loans and knowing they can pay them back. Me, let me tell you, yeah. taking money that is mine, and I feel like I'm taking a loan. I'm normally like, will I, how will I pay it back? When will I pay it back? My life now revolves around paying this thing so that it's not hanging over my head, you know? So I think it is for sure land. Just okay, from our that's answer. interesting. Because I we grew up with... Bar- oh, okay, with, sorry, I was going to say we grew up knowing that debt, like you don't... Debt is not a thing you want to have to anyone else, like pay off your debt, you know? Mm. True. Um, So initially, I also thought that um, it is something that you learn. And I still think it is. Fear is something that you learn. But I was also thinking about, like, I think even as kids, you know, when you're afraid of the dark, I don't know that anyone has taught you to be afraid of the dark. It's just like a fear of the unknown. That's why I was like, there's there could be some elements of of the thing where um, it might be hardwired in that, you know, evolutionary perspective that these guys were talking about, because right. how does a child know to be afraid of the dark? Yeah. Um, Actually, you're right, because there's some places I feel like, so kids who are born in Ukambani, I don't know how I, I had this conversation someone recently, they know a certain thing about, like when they're walking, I don't know how to explain it, but because there are snakes in that area, there's a certain way that the behavior of the children, even when they're young and playing is different even though it's not taught. So I feel like there's a bit of DNA-ish, you know, like how antelopes know to lie down when they're really small and then now at a certain point know to run when it's lions. I feel like it's the same thing. I feel like humans have the same thing depending on... But if you're in extreme places, you know, if it's... We are going to be attacked by a polar bear if you scream. (laughs) The babies cry like this. (sighs) Yeah, (laughs) anyway. So... Science. Now that we have said that, uh, yeah, no, please don't say science. Gathani, we have not proven anything that you have said. Actually, um, <laughs> we are not scientists. <laughs> this should be the disclaimer. <laughs> Gathani saying science? What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Lies. I want to ask now more specifically, um, when you think about some of your fears, where did you learn that from? I mean, we've talked a little bit about the fear of debt, like alone, um, and that coming from the folks. But what are some other fears you have and maybe where 
where do you think they where, where do you think you learned them from um for me it's always a fear when it comes to people um not necessarily like objects or things like that like i don't necessarily fear getting into a car accident because or stuff like that you know what i mean like there's some people who have that fear of like driving at certain times of night or whatever it is like i don't necessarily have those like fears my fears are always in terms of um trust can you have a fear of trusting people mm-hmm. i think that's i feel like it. that's something because people because i've always been taught i feel like to a fault to like question people and like always be act, like always be watchful to the point where I feel like it's paralyzing almost. Mm-hmm. Um, you're always looking at people like, okay, what are you trying to do? Why did you say that? What did you um, mean? Yeah. What are you trying to get at? Um, okay, so you're trying to be my friend. That's okay. But like this relationship will probably last like three weeks and then we'll be done. So I'm not going to invest myself too much because I know this relationship doesn't feel like it would go anywhere. Yeah. Even and I'm just talking like with friends with random people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it's valid. It's kind of crippling. I feel um, that kind of fear that I have of opening myself up. And I think to answer the second part of your question, Yam, I feel like it came from the amount of time that I spent alone growing up. Mm. Um, it was, I mean, people come and go, you know. So. Hmm. I fear letting people in because they're just gonna leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was dark, Bethany. <laughs> I couldn't say I feel the exact same way on people, but more I realized on relationships because I'm just like, there's no point in me over investing in emotion if it's not going to last. So I'm that way. I have a fear of permanence in relationships. But the one I remember for sure is um, I have a fear of starting things. um, And I remember distinctly, there's a time when I was really young, I wanted to do a concert, right? So I did out a list of people who um, I wanted to be a part of it. Um, I involved Nyam, we did a list of songs. We had like dance moves and everything for all the songs. Like I was ready to do this thing. And so I went fully, like I had done all the work. You know what I mean? These are the songs. This is where it can happen. This is what, because in my head, I was like, it's foolproof. I remember presenting it to the parents and they were just like, haha, that's cute. And the only reason I wanted them to participate is just like, I need you to holler at these people's parents and ask them if they can participate. You know, it's not like I didn't want you to do anything. I don't need your money. You know, it's not like I need you to invest in the idea. And it was dismissed so fast that now I feel like when I have an idea, I overthink it because it's that thing of even when I thought I had everything right, it was so easy to be like, that's nonsense and move on. And it's not like come back to me in after you've thought through this or anything like that. It's just, it's a no. So I feel like a lot of times because I'm very creative and I have a lot of those ideas, I stop myself from doing a lot of things because I'm just like, in your head, it's right. And you have it all right. But it's a no. You know, that's my that's my fear. My fear is just like, and it makes me so sad because I feel like I'll be afraid. It frustrates me that fear stops me from doing some things because I know, you know, when you know you're great, like you can, you can taste the greatness. Like that. I've just shown yeah. up the air. But like, I feel like it's almost like she was saying paralyzing. It's just like, yeah. And then I won't even share the ideas because I'm like, if you crash it, then you've crashed me. So I just stay in my bubble with floating ideas. Yeah. I think another way, another fear as Gadani was speaking that I thought of was like the fear of being misunderstood as well. Um, when it comes to people, I want to say for the most part, I have good intentions, but not having that control over um other people's narratives of how you said what you said is interpreted is something that's really scary scary yeah. um even though yeah. we put ourselves out here every week 
is still true. something scary. And yam for about. you. Um, so first, you. I was gonna say based on what Chico said, um, Stephen Covey says this thing where um, we judge ourselves by our intentions, but we judge other people by their actions. Um, so in that way, like you might be coming through to it like with the best intentions um, and the actions that you put out, maybe someone reads them a different way. Um, so that's like a really valid um, fear. So first, may I have like physiological fears first of heights. Um, and then also, I feel like it's an irrational one, but of crocodiles in swimming pools. Um, I have that also. I get it. And then... Uh, and that one, I think I watched, like, um, it was one of those <laughs> 90s soaps, like maybe not landing or something. Like the guy wanted to um, threaten someone and they put a crocodile in their swimming pool. And this person used to swim every morning. And this one day they went to swim and Got the crocodile <laughs> uh, attacked them. So it's it's like, an, an it's weird but like literally, if I can't see the bottom of a pool, I'm unable to swim in it because I just imagine there's a crocodile in it. I, it doesn't make sense, but that's what fear is, I guess. Also, it makes sense um, if you're in Florida. <laughs> also, yeah, <laughs> if you're in Gator 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 States, Gator, Gator Nation, Gator Nation. So, um, another one I have is bridges. Especially bridges in general, but bridges over water really freak me out. Mm. Um, and I'm a swimmer, like I can swim. Like a bridge over the <laughs> trouble. Rather... Um, yeah, I so like bridges over water. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. What do you mean? Um, so yeah, I, I don't understand it, but I just feel like palpitations anytime I'm on a bridge, uh, even worse when I have to walk, maybe it's the heights combined with water. I don't understand it, but it feels irrational because I can swim. You know what I mean? Like if anything happens in the water, the roller coaster is maybe just because of heights, but I also just don't mm. like the speed and all like. That one I don't think is a fear necessarily. I feel like I could do it, but it's a dislike it's from it's from coming from above coming down. So those are my physiological, I guess, like fear like what I feel are real fears, but based on like body reaction. But um one of the fears that I had, and I feel like it was when we were younger, um I had a fear of God. Like, <laughs> I I feel like um, religion and church really... <laughs> not in the way we're supposed to be a him. Yeah. I was so like, I'm terrible. like all the people saying amen. And I'm like, that's not true. I'm not a bastard. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, there's the healthy fear of God that we Please. should all have amen or whatever. <laughs> No, no, no. But I just feel like um, the way, maybe as I was coming up, the way God was taught was just like God of judgment, you know, yeah. God of fire, God of spitting you out, God of sending you to hell, like opening the um, earth. Yeah, opening the earth and swallowing you, which are very much still the God that I know. But I just feel like there was a heavy reliance in terms of land fear from learning in the church. Hey, there was another play called Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames. Well, Hell's Flames. <laughs> Ooh, trauma. If you did not have an altar call, if you did not say yes to Jesus at the altar call after that, Nini, for sure. <laughs> anyway. So the whole, the whole church. And you remember the way they used to make the church literally would be shaking. They would have all the... Not, obviously the building is not shaking but it was very dramatic how they made yeah. this play if someone is going to hell it's yeah like you're just moved and and, and also the movies of being left behind <laughs> and also left behind Ew. the books were coming out the books were coming yeah. out and hey, we had a house help when we, we were younger home and who, like, no one. <laughs> her main like her i think her bible doctrine or her doctrine revolved around the rapture literally she used to 
anyway, I don't I even know. want to digress. But remember, there's a time I was sure that I had been left behind. I like it was <laughs> such a genuine fear of mine that God will come back and I will not go. You know, like and he used me, to tell us in know, every family there was a cane and someone has to stay behind. <laughs> anyway, that's a different story. Actually, you know. Think about I what think your housemates are telling your babies. <laughs> no, I'm, I swear. Now that you're talking about this fear of God, I see it a hundred percent. Because today, today, if I come into the house and I get up or something, and I turn around and Christian is not there or whatever, immediate thought rapture. I don't know why. Hundred percent. I'm laughing, but hundred percent. Trauma is so bad. Let me tell you. Or like, or like, even if you're in like a mall, or like, yeah, like if you're like in a in like a Ross or something like that, and there was a time where I came out of the bathroom and I turned and I didn't see anyone. I was like rapture. Wait, I was just like the trumpet. You missed the trumpet for sure. Your ears were blocked. Next, it's like mark of the beast. It's over. You know. So I feel like it's only in and she should tell us hell is a swimming pool. The plagues. That's what I was told. Hell is like a giant swimming pool and you're just put there. And if God tells you you didn't, whatever, you're just put in a swimming pool of flames and you'll just burn forever. We were really traumatized. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know why I've laughed so much. It's so funny. I think in the beginning of my relationship with God, I was very fear-driven, yeah? Um, And I think it's in coming to my own knowledge of Christ, knowledge of the Bible, um, and just maturing as a Christian, that I'm like, there's the other side of grace that is not being taught uh, in churches. And maybe it's because, I mean, there are so many other factors we can think about, like, you know, it came with colonialism, it was a form of control, so they needed to control people's behavior, so they relied more on the, you Talk know, on it. there's so many things Speak that on you, it. Can, you can say, but I'm like... It's in knowing him for myself to be like, oh, okay, it's not that I will do whatever I want now, but I also understand him not to be someone that, you know, because a fearful God, you don't want to have a relationship with him because literally all Mm -hmm. he wants to do is punish you. Think about it like a Mm -hmm. parent. Your disciplinarian parent is the parent that you don't talk to nowadays or, you know, like you just... Yeah, but it also explains why so many people leave the church though. Because not everyone has the experience of learning God or the church for themselves. Uh, yeah, we always digress. Anyway. So anyway, for me, fear, a fear of God is something that I've worked on deliberately. Um, to still understand him as a God of judgment, but a God of grace. Um, and that I learned from what uh, in, in the coming up. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys, do you think like social media and technology has changed the way we also experience or perceive fear? Like when you think about some of the fears that you've explained, you know, fear of trusting, fear of being misunderstood, um, fear of starting something. It definitely, it definitely doesn't help the fear of trusting people. Because um, every other day you're seeing all these social media people, oh, it was all a lie. Yuzo is actually not a nice person. Yeah. This and that and Don't that. Put that you out know there, what I please. Mean? I've rejected that. Kevin, you just have to admit it. Why it's did all the other dancers evidence. come and Nini this, during? Guys, guys are. it's another digression. Let us but, stay focused. <laughs> The whole point is, what was I saying? Mistrust. That influencers are lying. Yeah, like there's a lot of uh-huh. lies. Influencers are liars. And um, <laughs> wow. it's also helped me realize that I can, it's made me more confident when it comes to business um, because it almost seems like anyone can do it. And when I see people doing it, I am just kind of like, oh, if she can do it, then why can't I? Um, it's also made it easier to think you can succeed in business for me because everyone's posting out their tips for free. Like you can literally have a whole masterclass on how to do any business you want to 
just with research for free that people are putting out on the internet. You know what I mean? So in that way, it's uh, eliminated the fear of that entrepreneurial um, dream or goal, given me more stress from all the influencer liars and more fear from people because you don't it's hard to, it's harder to tell who's genuine and what's real um but it also gives me a lot of anxiety which um can be linked to fear you know wanting something or feeling like you don't you're not for me, it's always it always comes across as fears I'm not doing enough. Mm. Like, how the hell are people doing all this and making all this money and still have hours in the day to yeah. breathe? You know what I mean? I so that's kind of like the fear and anxiety that social media has given me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So... For me, like one of the other fears in terms of the relationship stuff was also being misunderstood. Um, And I think uh, that comes from fear of people judging you a certain way or viewing you in a way that you're not putting yourself out there. So I think for me, it has, it's something I've grown through. Um, I mean, we talk about even just like my own profile being public versus um, private, um, I had to really just think to myself, like, is it because I'm afraid of people judging me or misunderstanding what I meant by this? But I found that when I don't think about it is when I'm actually most authentic. Um, But I still put that question there and I don't think I would have had that question in a day-to-day interaction if it wasn't on like social media or being put on the internet. I mean, even with the podcast, you already know, I'm usually like, oh my gosh, did I say too much? Or, you know, have I exposed, Mm, or have we over-disclosed, you know, that point of view? And I think that's, um, I mean, because tech means that we're just more available to more people, it's kind of, pushes on that fear of people will not understand or people will judge. Um, So for me, in that way, it has heightened it. But I feel like there's work to, I mean, I'm doing the work already, but just to be like, okay, yeah, so what if they, if they know, you know, before it was just your estate that knew that you're crazy, you know, (laughs) now on social media. (laughs) And even us as we put on the podcast, like, Everyone is just like, that chick is a psycho, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's um, yeah. What about you? I had the same fear. I feel like when it was starting, there's this thing where I remember I really wanted to become the liar that Chico speaks about. There's a time when I really wanted to be an influencer. And what stopped me was not even the judgment. I didn't care about the judgment. I was more worried about the hate because i feel like people behind keyboards are fucking bitches like they're so mean but that's but that's judgment Kazami. yeah it's true it's but you see now mean. for me what ended up happening is i just got to a place where i was like even though i know it'll mess how i want to grow so because social media has made it seem like in order for you to grow you need to put yourself out there to a certain extent and just take whatever it is that people bring i've just become that babe who like for example my comments you have to be following me first so in order for you to hate on me, you must have really like tried because you followed me first. I'm not giving you the space for this, okay? If you have decided to hate, I'll be the person who takes a screenshot and is like, do you see the picture and the name? These are your people. Because I feel like we would call you out on any other platform. Why don't we do that on social media? And so for me, I feel like in making the decision to protect myself, the fear has almost reduced because I've just... I was like, it's it's too much work trying to give someone else control over how it is I do this thing. And it's such a big part of who I am and what I want to do and so much of my testing. And, you know, like there's just so much fun in this space. I'm like, I don't care what some stranger in the middle of God knows where is doing. I'll never meet you on the street. Without, and, a, pi- without a picture. Correct. Mm. And I'm like, if I don't care about the people who I meet in the street will tell me I hate you and I'd be like, <laughs> and you're affecting me how? Okay, why would I care about this stranger on the thing? So I think 
that's it changed my attitude in that way. The fear I have for social media now is if I have offsprings, um, we have established I don't want them. But if I did, you know, when you're watching those things of pedophiles, let me tell you, mm. but there's a babe who has this thing where they like take pictures, AI generate, and it's like a social worker somewhere in the middle. You guys need to watch there. that show, I'm telling you. Who is now hitting on a nine-year-old and you're just like, this person has such access. And they, Wild. they make the world, you see the thing is, they've made the world so ugly also. Because I'm like, if this person exists on the internet, they exist in my society. You know what I mean? So, like, it's not just a thing of, it's a thing I can, it's not like watching CSI where I can pretend it's fake. It's, this is a real person, which means there are people like that in my society, which means what? Like, the world is so ugly, and it makes it so much more scary also. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think you've answered some of it now, uh, like, Gadoni, with your social media, talking about, like, only people who can comment are people who follow you. So, how do you deal, how do you deal with fear currently, based on the fears that you have, that you know, that you've identified? How are you dealing with those? A lot of prayer. <laughs> hallelujah because we have learned jesus is not a scary monster praise the lord anyway but like a lot of i feel like a lot of introspection because there are steps i've decided this is what i do i don't have to take big steps to get out of here i feel like at some point i felt like i had to do like the giant thing you know that prove i'm not afraid anymore so like for me it's things like starting a social media page for what would be like my like something I want to do you know like I want to educate people in podcasting so it's like start a social media page and start doing that it's something like figuring out what I'd need to register a company so that when the time comes for it to happen you know it's small things that I think it's my therapist who told me sometimes when you get in your head, it feels intangible. So in that mess of the tangly mess, find something that's tangible. You know, that moment of what is it I can do now that makes it, you know, like takes out a string. If you think of a ball of yarn, that's messy. What is something I can do now that just takes out like one of the tangles and the ball of yarn is okay. Like the fear is not the problem. It's just, okay, what is happening? How, what can I do to take out of it? And I think that's been my approach is, block people who don't follow me from putting comments it won't stop the hate they'll come to my dms but i'll block them you know but that kind of thing yeah yeah small steps i'm struggling with finding steps towards doing that stuff um i try and put myself out there with like different activities and stuff um so for instance talking to someone different at the gym um working out with a different partner start starting up a conversation like that or commenting on um people's stories and um starting a conversation that way yeah mm-hmm. like i feel like that's kind of making me more i don't know it's making me more active as a human in terms yeah. of trying to pursue relationships but yeah. i don't know if it'll help in terms of like keeping or keeping those people close you know what I mean because I think I'm very guarded um with who I let in and at what extent um so I don't know I don't know if I'm working on it um when it comes to like business and fears that I things that I want to pursue or stuff like that fears when it comes to that I feel like I've always done things with people and led Mm -hmm. things with people um as a leader you know what I mean but like had ideas and I'm like oh let's put this group together and get this thing done um I think the fear of doing things by myself and standing on my own is always something like I'm independent to as we've already discovered very independent yeah Yeah. but at the same time allowing this business or business in general to be independent as well and pursue things on my own scary but 
I guess I don't know. Okay. Um, I I read something from this same book. You are a badass about what she says, but let me tell you. For me, in terms of my fear, um, I'm just trying to be more myself. Um, appear however I appear. So I'm an introvert. Um, before I would feel pressure to make people okay. Um, and struggle but now I'm like if I need a beat I need a beat I'll go and sit in the car you know just take a moment and come back even though I am also doing like more social things so just being less afraid to approach people or let them see who I am in person and whatever judgments they make that's on them I think the podcast has also helped with that you know um so in that sense it's also a reaction it's something that i have learned through experience that even if people judge i mean like what's the worst so i usually have like high moments of forget the masses actually even if they say see they'll say and they i mean whatever um so like especially like with my divorce i was that way so i don't care about if people talk about my relationship status but for some reason in terms of either like my personality or my work, then I take that more sensitively. Um, so it's working on that through being more myself, being unapologetically myself. Um, and then also putting myself in situations where, because when I conquer it, I realize that it, I feel like it reduces the fear level. So, like when I think about like the fear of heights, I've been doing like a few more hikes. So like now having to go down like to the waterfall, like my legs are shaking the whole time. But when I'm finally there and I look at the pictures and I'm looking at this gloriousness, I'm just like, oh my God, I did that, you know? Yeah. Um, wow, it's heights like that. There's one where it's like you're going down, like, yeah, it's intense. Like even I remember... When I think about like the one time I did longer knots and the crater, I the the feeling I feel is fear and the shaking that I will fall into the crater, yeah. Even though the views were amazing and all of that, so I they've been small small things that I've been able to do where I'm like, oh, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? This is like a blown up wall that I will scale, but there is something to catch me below so just go through the fear you know like even remember when we did um the trampoline park and scaling yeah. the wall was so hard but then when I got to the top I was like great then now I have to be convinced to come down because that fear kicks in again even though I've already done the thing so it's the conquering of the fear that helps me now come down you know yeah. You have told me much also. I've never done long or not. Anyway. Me too. Yeah. We have to do it, Gazani. Now it's going to be a thing. Let's do it a thing. We'll make it a thing. thing. I feel like I'm like, we're like the only Kenyans who've never hiked long or not. <laughs> if you haven't, you can us. join. join yeah, tell us. If, if you want join to join us, we can see if we can do a hike. An yeah, okay, Kiasi so hike. We do an okay, Kiasi so as as i close i wanted to talk about now like what um jen sincero suggests that you can do in terms of tackling fear um and her point of view was that you should flip it um so that you you're looking at it from a different perspective so for example um and i think she calls it a circuit sandwich um so for example Maybe you might say, I want to write a book, but I can't get myself to sit down to do it. Yeah. And then the question is, why not? Because you're scared that if you do, it will be terrible. Yeah. So what happens if it's terrible? If it's terrible, you look stupid. Then what? People will make fun of you. And if people make fun of you, what happens? I'll feel ashamed say, for example. So then she's saying, now you're not writing your book in order to protect yourself from feeling stupid and ashamed. That's okay. now the, 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 the fear statement. Mm -hmm. But now she says you should flip it and say, how stupid and ashamed will you feel if you don't write your book? 
Yeah. Um, and so for you, it will be like, I'll be very ashamed because it's a brilliant idea. You know, like what Gadani was talking about, yeah. like she had the idea. It's a big dream of mine. Yeah. And so when you ask yourself, how do you feel about not conquering or going after your dreams? It still comes back to like fear and ashamed yeah. and, you know, guilty. So then it's like, wouldn't you rather be guilty and ashamed having done having the done thing? It. Yeah. Then having yeah. not done it, um, which I thought was so interesting. So I was like, for me now also thinking about like, maybe the fear of being misunderstood or being judged. I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? It's like, people will talk about me. Okay, so, and then if they talk about me, what does that mean? You know, like... It's, it's funny you bring this worst? up because, like, I was having this conversation with a friend that I had dinner with um, earlier this week or last week. And um, we were talking about having an accountability group, maybe for, like, our friends or stuff like that. Um where we have all these goals and everything as women that we want to do or whatever it is. And there's that thing, that fear, that whatever it is that's holding you back. What if you had like a group of friends that could keep you accountable, like maybe monthly meetups or weekly meetups or whatever it is Kiyama. that will keep you accountable. Honestly, that's kind of what it is. Kiamas, they would come together and do investments, but I feel like we've kind of lost that community of meeting up with a group of people like every so often. Um, it's also a great way to build relationships. Actually, that's the perfect comparison. If you and people you can grow with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Exactly, yeah. Um, For me, I yeah, think the that thing has that has so... helped me the most in this, in fighting my fear of worrying about what people think <clears throat> is two things. I've been watching a lot of old people and all of them are just like, it doesn't matter what people think. Like, it really doesn't matter what they think. It's not such a big deal. Just do the thing. And the other thing is, I saw a statement somewhere, I can't remember where, where they were just like, the amount of time you're spending worrying about what other people think about you is the amount of time the person is spending worrying about everyone else thinking about them. So if you free yourself from worrying about what other people are doing, let them worry about what you're thinking. Because, you know, in the same way, I'd be like, oh, my God, did she go like my outfit? And no, no, no. she was also like, oh, my God, did Gadoni, like, how did she take what I said? You know, like, that's what it is all of you are doing in your head. So just free yourself because, hmm. honestly, it doesn't matter. Like, and it sounds crazy. And it's been the hardest thing for me to grasp because once it's been innately a part of who you are for so long saying it doesn't matter doesn't seem true it seems a lot bigger but sometimes I've just tested it I'm like like now at blankets I slept on the blanket because I was tired and I was like let me just sleep and see what happens and nothing happened because when my friends were done dancing they came and they woke me up and went to the car you know but <laughs> it's that thing of you were the baby who slept at blankets yes why I was sleepy and yeah. so I slept you know and it's just yeah. that thing of Oh, I guess, yeah. Because I'm just like, you think what you want about me and where I'm asleep is not my business. Me, I know I was tired. So I'm going to put my head on the blanket and sleep because I don't be the person who stops people from having fun. So if you want to think, oh my God, she was, go off with your story. Me, I was tired and I slept and I woke up and here wow. I am. That's with that's actually like a really big thing, actually. It sounds small, yeah. like but just sleeping on a blanket and... yeah getting past like what other people would think because especially at a thing like that you're like, oh, like she's, drunk. she's drunk she's to do what she I'm like, can't handle her liquor where yeah. are her friends all this stuff like correct and me i'm just yeah. like i'm sleepy so i'm sleeping and i put my bag nicely behind my head and i slept with a four there's yeah. a picture on my instagram even this is how crazy it was i put a picture on instagram i put my phone on my chest and i slept i was like when you guys are done you wake me up we go home God true yeah so i'm gonna end this with a quote that um i read that says we tiptoe through life hoping to safely make it to death um when you think about it that way Ooh. i mean there's really no oh, reason to fear God. i feel like you should go and do a bungee jump wow wow basically Damn. Instead of tiptoeing safely to death, 
just in a your life. gravity. Yeah, that yeah. thing has really stung my spirit. I need that moment. Yes. I feel and like if I it's just stung your spirit cry. too. We would love to know too. Bethany, where can they find us? You can find us everywhere on all social media profiles at OKKiasi. That's O-K-A-Y-K-I-A-S-I. Gang, if you don't like social media, we get it. It's scary. We just talked about it. But we have an email address, you know? So you just write to us, OKKiasi at gmail.com. And we will answer you, okay? I told you, two of our people 100%. are single. Slide into our emails. <laughs> anyway, if you've gotten this far, we really appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I'm Shiko. I'm Yam. And I'm Gadoni. This has been OK Kiasi. We'll see you next week. Bye. You see that?